Hello and welcome to the Overdrive podcast. I'm Lloyd Bonson, and with me as always is Tim. Hello. And Wilf. Good afternoon. Okay, right. Um, today we're going to be having a, a, a bit of a, a talk, a bit of a fantasy Formula One discussion in a way, um, having previously uh, talked about moves that are happening for 2017. Um, we thought we'd have a little bit of a, um, a discussion about moves that we'd like to see, um, either realistic moves or completely unrealistic fantasy moves where people are coming in from other series or, or, or whatever, and, um, and what we would like to see happen. So, um, Wilf, I think, um, I think you've got some ideas here that, uh, that you wanted to, to share with everyone, so we'll start off with you. Yeah, well, I would... With fantasy, I would say fantasy F1 drivers, I would bring in probably the main one I'd, I'd bring in Earnhardt, and I would put Earnhardt in a Red Bull. Okay. I, w- I would bring him in, put him in an, in the Red Bull. I, I Alongside would... Ricardo or Verstappen? Oh, I've got to put him in, on, alongside Ricciardo. Kick Verstappen out. God, I hate that kid. You're right, he has got oh. a little bit of a smug face. <laughs> oh, man, just take him out. Just just bung him. Just put put him in, I don't know, put him in a manor or something. Just just put him down there. Just make him a manor test driver. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, interesting concept. And Okay, so Earnhardt across from NASCAR into F1. Um... Interesting manoeuvre. Um, not quite sure how it would how it would work, but yeah, interesting. I'd, I'd like to see Lewis move into Force India. Really? Okay, that's random. Yeah. Any reason? I I, w- I think he would show his true potential of what he can actually do in a car that is actually quite decent. So you think the uh, Force <laughs> India is actually a lot better than it's currently being driven? I do. I reckon there is more that can be put into that Force India, right, by putting a driver like Lewis in it. I can see yeah. that argument, yeah. to be fair. Yep, yeah. actually, I do believe there's probably a bit more potential in that car. And uh, whilst everyone raves on about Sergio Perez, something inside me says, no, no, there's still that slightly dodgy guy that you know went to McLaren with a lot of hype and uh, really didn't live up to much. I think the only starring role he had was in their cartoon. Yeah, I, I think the problem there was that he was at McLaren at the wrong time, um, and there wasn't there was a lot of backstabbing and political um, uh, stuff going on in the background at McLaren uh, during that season. Look at Kevin Magnussen the following year; also uh, had a really bad time of it. Um, so uh, I, I don't think McLaren was a good place, and I still don't think it's a good place at the moment. There's a lot of rumours going around uh, about Ron Dennis's. Um, Leadership of of the McLaren group, not just the the, the racing team. So there's, uh, it's it's not a good place. Uh, it's not somewhere I'd want anyone to be at the moment. I think um, I think Button's uh, done a wise move coming out of there for a year. I think you might be right, and also I think that McLaren need to diversify into deck chairs as well. I think uh, they can make a lot of money there on the racing circuit, just uh, you know, selling deck chairs as well. Yep. Just putting that out there. Yep, good thought. Maybe good they thought. can have a special uh, the Alonso signature edition. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. 
Um, t- talking of Button, um, I had to say I was disappointed that he didn't um, make the move to Williams. Um, I was I, I thought that would have been a nice way for him to to end his career, go back to the team that he started with, and I, I think it would have been good for for Williams to have had uh, a driver of of Button's caliber in that car at the moment whilst they're still developing and with the new regulations for next year uh, I, I think that would have been good it was a shame that that didn't uh, happen that's my that's my personal view I think that would have been a good good move that's a fancy move I think you're right it, it would have been nice but actually I think it's going to give uh, Lance Stroll uh, you know, someone a little bit easier to uh, actually prove his bet than and I think uh, you know, Bottas, no offence to him I think he's sat still I don't think he's developed in the past couple of years you know he's he showed so much potential. I don't really think he's uh yeah, he's now uh, really developed any further. He's a good driver, but is he one of the greats of the field? No. But I think part of that is because the, the, no offense to Massa, I don't think Massa's been driving at his best. Certainly the last two seasons, uh, the first season he was with Williams did really well. The last two seasons he's kind of um, gone off gone off the boil a bit. Um, actually disappointed that. Um, uh, that Bottas didn't make the move to Ferrari to replace Raikkonen. Um, I think that would have been a, a cracking move uh, that uh, that he would have relished, and putting him up against someone like Vettel in that situation would have would have proven just how good or bad Bottas really is. Um, yeah, there is that, but this uh, now uh, means that we wouldn't actually have the uh, best competition ever of who can actually do the uh, best radio com- commentary. Yeah. <laughs> is it actually uh, you know, Mr Vettel with his uh, comments aimed at Mr Charlie Whiting? Or is it the uh, Iceman with his uh, you know, uh, let me drive comments? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think Ferrari there have probably got the two best drivers for, uh, for, for radio, uh, radio comments. Um, Wilf, Anyone? Any other thoughts on 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 driver moves that uh, that you would like to have seen? Yeah, you've got the IndyCar drivers. You got the you got Helio Castro Neves. Yeah, I, I would I would bring him in. He, he's a bit old now though, Castro Neves. Yeah, but you're, you're still bringing. You, we've still got some old drivers. Yeah, and and, and it's a shame because uh, Castro Neves uh, back in the day was one of the the Williams. Um, uh, reserve drivers um, along the same sort of time as uh, Juan Pablo Montoya um, came through that that line of reserve drivers and into oh. the full team, and it was a shame that Castro never never got the chance. I actually um, think he would have been better than Ralph Schumacher, but there we yeah, go. well, a, a lot of people have been Ralph, better than Ralph Schumacher. True. I, <laughs> True. I mean, also, I mean, ra- rather than with this. Mr. M- Mr. Moneybags coming in, I reckon that Graham Rahal should should have had should have been looked on the radar coming coming in. I mean, with, with his old man um, being quite elite in IndyCar with Bobby Rahal, yeah. You know I mean, that should have been looked upon. I mean, you don't see Mr. Moneybags in in the IndyCar series. He's never been in there. He's he's done nothing. He I doesn't mean, need to though, because he's he's, he's done he's, Formula Three. No, Daddy bought his team in F3. But yeah, yeah, he did exactly. buy, he did he buy the team in F3. He didn't go into an F3 team, he was bought an F3 team. Yeah, and, and he was bought ex-Ferrari Formula 1 uh, engineers, but... Yeah. Exactly. exactly. He bought the, uh... his championship. That, that's all there is to it. He <laughs> bought a title. Um, but yeah. Is it a Gucci title? 
<laughs> could well a, be. a Louis Vuitton title. <laughs> <laughs> but but interesting that you talk about um, Graham Rahal and uh, and of course um, uh, Marco Andretti. You know, a, another one of the the great Andretti family that that we won't see in in Formula One, but had a chance um, some years ago with the when Honda was still running an F a, a full F one team. He was earmarked to be their uh, reserve driver for the 2009 season. Obviously, we, we then know what happens. Honda pulled out. Braun, uh, Ross Braun takes over the whole operation and, and comes out with the Braun team and, and and so on. But that would have been, had Honda have continued, that would have been very interesting to have uh, Marco Andretti, uh, test driver back then, and, and what could he have done? No, that's true. I mean, obviously, he will have um, the insight from from Michael, yeah, let's be honest. Michael's insight into F1 wasn't particularly great. You know, stay in America when most of the races are in Europe and and don't really bother to to travel and test and try and do everything over the phone. But you you still need a good if someone can give you some input, you still yeah. need. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just even, think... even if it was a terrible se- season for him, it, it was a terrible season. Right? The input is still more valuable than having no input. Exactly, and, and, and I kind of give uh, Michael Andretti a disservice there because he signed to McLaren when McLaren still had Honda engines and he signed expecting them to still be a Honda Works team uh, for the 93 season, not running customer spec Ford engines and then there was restrictions on testing that happened. So it, it, it was a bad time and they didn't have all the simulation equipment that they have today. I think um, someone making that move across today would be a much better prepared driver uh, going forward. Um Tim, you've been you've been remarkably quiet over the last few minutes whilst we've been talking about drivers. Uh, give us your thoughts. Actually, I'm going to throw a, a bit of a IndyCar and uh, NASCAR curveball in this one, and this is someone I think that should actually move to uh, Haas. And it was rumoured a couple of years ago, and that is the lovely Danica Patrick. I yep. think actually it would sneak a uh, female Formula One driver into the equation, which I think is something the sports missing. I genuinely think that women are perfectly good drivers and uh, really just need to be given a fair crack of the whip. She is competitive in NASCAR, but in IndyCar, she won races, out-and-out races. She did, yeah. In the single seat, I believe, she is lethally quick. And I think, actually, she could shake up Formula 1 very quickly and for the better in the house. It's true, but I reckon that she should be brought in first through the GP2 series. Why? Why? She's Why? already uh, she's already won in no, IndyCar. You go into the GP2 series, then it gives you a much better position coming into the F1 series. I, I actually I, I kind of disagree with you there. I think she's she's proven she's proven herself enough in in the various uh, formula, especially as as Tim says in, in IndyCar when she won um, in in Japan at the Montegi circuit. Um, you know the, the the first female driver to win an international. Race, uh, international championship race. No, but what I mean is, you if you get drafted straight in into an F1 team, you are expected to perform straight out the bat, right? And when it doesn't work, you're looked at as a joke, right? So she comes into GP2, blitzes GP2 like she can, and then look, then. She puts herself forward to the F1 teams and says, look, this is how good I am. Now bid for me. Could work. Could work. Uh, Danica, if you're, if you're listening, um, please, please let us know your thoughts. 
yeah, thoughts and uh, also uh, your phone number wouldn't go miss either. Oh dear, Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. Are you sure you're not a reincarnation of James Hunt? Well, my dear, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, talking of, of, of the Hunt family, um, how nice would it be to see uh, one of James's two sons, particularly Freddie, who is actually not a bad driver, in a top line, actually, in, in Formula One. He's probably sort of a little bit past it, but he's done some uh, a little bit older now than a lot of the uh, the F1 drivers that are coming through. But you look at some of the uh, some of the racing that he's been done, and this year he's been uh, heavily involved in Clio's, uh, Clio Cup, um, particularly celebrating the 40th anniversary of his dad's uh, world title. Um, but, you know, imagine that. Freddie Hunt in a McLaren. That, that's got to be, that's gotta be a, a fantasy drive straight there. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, even if it's just for one race only, uh, just to uh, have the name uh, Hunt back on the side of a McLaren, that would be something. And uh, actually, while we're there, you know, uh, saying uh, drivers would like to see, I'd like to see the Hesketh team back. <laughs> <coughs> that would yep. be funny. Yeah, uh, with all the uh, you know uh, razzmatazz and hoo ha that went with it. It's uh, everyone talks about the glamour of Formula One. They invented glamour in Formula One. No, I'd, I'd like to see the Cosworth team come back in. Uh, well, yeah, I mean Cosworth, uh, Cosworth as a team only did uh, one race back in 1969, the, the British Grand Prix with their four-wheel drive car. But to see Cosworth as an engine manufacturer back in would be would be awesome. Um, I, I, Ford as a main team, as a as a whole team. I, I think I think the problem there, I think Ford got disillusioned when with the whole uh, Jaguar issue and. Um, I know a bit of insight as to as to what went wrong uh, there, in, in my opinion, and it was a typical global corporation going into something that was small and deficient, and and just throwing lots of management at it and expecting it to to, to work better, and it didn't. It just became um, slow and uh, unresponsive to the reactions that you need to have in Formula One, and 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 it failed. And I, I unfortunately. Um, Unless you actually have a dedicated um, area and, and, and a knowledge set, um, then that's what's going to happen. And that's why now, you know, the, the, the Ford Works teams, if you look at Le Mans, uh, it's Chip Ganassi uh, in Le Mans with the GT40s. Um, you look at what they do in NASCAR, uh, particularly with Wood Brothers. You know, there's uh, they, they've now learned from that. Seeing them come back into Formula One would be great. But I'm not quite sure that it would happen. I think I think I, I think they're I'd, still I think they're still um, th- th- they remember they had their fingers burnt before. Ex- exactly, but it, but they had their fingers burnt, right? Now now they've come to the conclusion of going into different series and getting it right in those series. So what means why not? come into the team come come into that aspect now with, with the knowledge that they have now you can't have Jaguar was just poor that was just poor we we need a proper Ford run team not a Jaguar team made up of suits and corporations yeah yeah I, as much as it would be nice I can't see it in the foreseeable future especially whilst en- engine regulations are the way that they are but yeah it would be nice okay um, just uh, finally, because uh, uh, we're, we're 
slightly over uh, over our normal time so just uh, some final words um who else what else would you like to see or would you have liked to see for 2017 we'll start with wilf <laughs> no, no you've done me now I've, I've run out of my options. Okay, uh, okay. Wilf, 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 Wilf's done and dusted, right? You, yeah, you, I'm done. You can go back to sleep, Tim. Uh, well, should I have liked to have seen 2017 in driver changes? Um, not much, to be honest. Actually, I'm uh, kind of liking uh, the status quo, but I think we should have some other changes that I think we should learn a little bit more about the entire Rasmataz event. Talking about Hesketh bringing the glamour again. It's, uh, I think we need to look at the uh, event staging that actually NASCAR could bring in for the fans. Just actually uh, making a more of an all-round event. I think motor racing in general uh, could learn a lot more from that series and uh, actually just make everything more of an event and uh, yeah, just an all-day thing rather than it's an event and then let's run away. Okay, well... There we go. That's uh, our thoughts on 2017 Formula One. What we would like to have seen, and uh, uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of fancy driver moves there as well. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope to catch you again next time. Cheers.